0: And I know we spent last week talking about the very important items that are in the Holy of Holies and in the inner court, the tabernacle. But now God is going to give them instructions about actually making the tabernacle. And the word tab- tabernacle actually means meeting place. It means dwelling place, a place to come together. It is a idea that God is not just going to be on that mountain. They had to go meet God on the mountain, although he led them there they had to meet him. He wanted to, as they were living in the wilderness in tents or in booths, as we would, as we call it in the festival of booths, as they were living in these tents in the wilderness. God said, listen, I want you to build me a tabernacle so that as we're, as you're moving through and going places that I will be there with you. And even as you go into the promised land, if you, as you go into the promised land, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going I'm to be with you in the promised land, in this tabernacle, until you build the temple. And he's not even giving them any idea about the temple yet, or how that's going to take place, or where it's going to be. There's no idea about that, but what there is an idea about is God wants to dwell with them, and so he, he tells them that. He says, I want you to make a tabernacle. All these intricate pieces of furniture that are going to go in something, what it's going to go in is a tabernacle. It's going to go into a place where I meet with you and dwell with you. I dwell among you. And so he says, make the tabernacle, and he's going to go into some great detail, and I just need to tie these things off a little bit as you go through so that you can think about them oftentimes as you're studying through Scripture and as you're studying through the New Testament, because really, in a lot of ways, this is a picture of how we worship God. God or how we how we come to worship God. So he says make the tabernacle with 10 curtains. 10 being the number of the law. It's also the number of divine perfection. It's a it's an idea of the universe is set right. It's how God has designed things to be perfectly perfectly squared off. It's a perfect number and it's actually 5 twice which is grace and then God confirming it or the number 2 is either division or it's a faithful witness, so God's witnessing to you his grace. And these curtains are going to be the, uh, I hate to say the walls of the tabernacle, because they're not, because the walls of the tabernacle are not going to have many layers to them. This is the inner part of the tabernacle. This is what you would see from the inside of the tabernacle and then from the outside it's going to look totally different because just like with the way we build walls we build inner walls and outer walls for our houses with this tent there's going to be inner walls and outer walls and the inner wall is important because it reveals something about what God's doing here he says I want you to make 10 curtains of finely twisted linen OK, now, remember, you may not remember because you may not have been in the Bible study Wednesday night. You probably weren't. Not everybody who's watching this. But our Wednesday night Bible study with Daniel, we see Jesus wearing fine linen in uh, Daniel chapter 10. And that's a picture of Jesus being the priest, the high priest. Linen is the, it's the material that you can just almost in your own mind when you think of linen, think of priesthood. And uh, oftentimes we want to have priests that are go to God and speak for God and talk to God for us, but you can't do that. You can't do that in the New Testament. I want you to hear me. You are a priest. We're all been made priests and kings. We have a right to go and speak with God on our own. You can't do that on your own. You have to. You you can't do that where you allow somebody else to tell you do the work of relationship with God for you. You have to do it yourself. And so the inner wall is a picture of the priesthood. Now, for, for them in the Old Testament, that would have been the Levites. But for us in the New Testament, we are a holy priesthood that's been created by God to have relationship with him. So you can't say, I'm going to let so-and-so go and find out from God for me. You've got to go find out from God yourself. And that's the inner wall of the tabernacle where God dwells requires priest. And it's got to be you too. You have a linen garment to wear in heaven. He says. He says it's to uh, be made of finely twisted linen, and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. Blue is always a, a, a color of government. Purple is the color of royalty, and scarlet is the color of the blood price. So you've got these this wall uh, linen, uh, a full linen wall, and it's tied together with these yarns that represent God's governmental authority over the earth his authority over the earth that's his and then his royalty meaning his his power over the earth and then finally his willing to give the sacrifice so that he can gain back being charge of the earth and you go why would that be in here it's important because god's fixing the whole purpose of scripture the whole as you're studying through scripture the whole reason that god The the plan of God is at work. It starts in the Garden of Eden. And what happens in the Garden of Eden? In the Garden of Eden, man chooses his will over God's will. He doesn't choose the devil's will. He chooses his will and his will over God's will. And in that, he chooses sin because anything that's not according to God's will is sin. And he is choosing his will over God's will. And so we go all the way back to the garden. And in fact, even here we see two cherubim woven into the skilled worker, woven in by a skilled worker. So you're going to have in the walls of the tabernacle, two cherubim. The last time we saw two cherubim in scripture together was at the gates of Eden, where God set two cherubim in so that man could not enter back into Eden. And what is he doing here? He is giving you an access point back to God's paradise, back to the place where God, uh, where God dwells with His people in completeness and fullness, whereas God shut man off from the great places, the the goodness of His name, where He shut them off. There He He, He dwells and says, "I'm going to give you another access point. I'm on, I'm making it where I'm fixing that problem that was created by Adam and Eve in the garden." And it says all the curtains are to be the same size, 28 cubits long and four cubits wide. So when they tie these curtains together, these five curtains together, they're to be 28 cubits long and four cubits uh, wide. So the walls of the temple, a cubit's about a foot and a half. So 28 is 42 feet. And then the temple wall would have been six feet top, tall. I, I, Now, it's going to be a little bit of a pitched roof, so I would have been able to walk in it. But right at the corner, my head would have drug across the top. It's a tent, and it's a beautiful tent on the inside because it shows the priesthood and how we now have access to God where God had cut it off before. And where we were cut off by the cherubim, now we get to walk through in between the cherubim and get to God. He says, make loops of blue material along the edge of the end of the court curtain, Uh, in one set and do the same at the end of the curtain in the other set so what do we have well we're going to have these blue loops in the end and what are they for they're for to slide the curtain over the poles and they're going to intertwine these poles that hold the tent of meeting up are going to intertwine and they're going to have these blue curtains these blue ringlets that go around it so that so that it ties off and so that they can be pulled taut and the curtain would look like a wall. It's gonna gonna be a wall to the the tabernacle. He says, make 50 loops on the curtain and 50 loops on the other end of the curtain of the other set with the loops opposite each other. And so uh, once they have this wall, then they can lay the layers of skin, and we're gonna see that later on. They can have the layers of skin, and you can see uh, how the tabernacle is a finely uh, designed tent. But it also is easy to take down and to set back up. It's movable. It's made so uh, that it can be movable and yet continue to keep its uh, form and function. And, and so God's saying, I'm going to, I'm going to move with you. I'm gonna tabernacle with you. And in fact, in fact, when it says that Jesus is the He is the He's the glory of God, the Shekinah glory of God, that is literally what was in the tabernacle. The glory of God dwelt in the tabernacle. So Jesus, we beheld his glory in John chapter one, the the glory of God. That's the Shekinah glory of God that is talked about in the tabernacle that dwells with them and goes around and they are able to take this tent down and pick it back up and take it down and pick it back up. And by the way, the Levite tribes, there's three clans of the Levites. Levi had three sons, and each clan has a portion of the tent that they're to take down and put back up, take down and put back up. And so the priesthood are always the ones who pack up, pack up the tent and carry it with them and set it right back up when they make camp. And I think that is just, for me, that's just neat. No matter what I do, no matter where I'm at, no matter what's going on in my life, if I am the temple of the Holy Spirit, God's still going with me. Even though I oftentimes in my life make make terrible mistakes or do things just not very smartly or rightly. I don't seek after God's plan. I just run off and do my own thing. Oftentimes in my life, as I do those things, God's still there and he's still with me. He says. He says. Then make fifty gold clasps and use them to fasten the curtains together, so that the tabernacle is a unit. The gold clasps are going to fasten all the parts that are going to be added to the tabernacle, and they fasten the the different the different sections, the ten sections together. And God has a in this picture. God is he's showing me that on the very inside. Where he meets with me. We have all these beautiful pieces of furniture that point to our relationship with God, but even the walls around the tabernacle point me to God's presence is there. And how and in the rooms of my life, really, and the things that I do in my life, how much time I spend in this room, this dwelling place, this place where God is at, is very important to life and to purpose. And as we go through weeks and years and months. As life just continues to go and move forward and move on, oftentimes we feel like we're in a drudgery, but then the next thing we realize is life's life is just over so quickly and as I think about those things, I think about how God is the is really the only thing that is secure and strong and fundamental, and he's he is the only thing that doesn't change as my life goes on and changes and moves and and goes through valleys and mountaintops, no matter what's going on in my life, that inner court, that place inside where I meet with God, it is the only place that doesn't change because he doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And and even in this picture of this tabernacle, he is tying together from, from Genesis chapter one all the way to the book of the Revelation, he's tying together and saying, I, I am, I was, I am, I ever shall be. That's what that word I am means. Tell them that I am you. That's what he told Moses to tell the people. He is a permanent God. He is a He's an eternal God. He's a God that that handles and works through our lives in their fullness. And yet, even though it seems like we live in such an unstable and painful world. It's not unstable with him. He is the rock. He's the sure foundation. And whom shall I fear? And as Peter said, to whom shall we go? And where shall we go? Because you have the words of life. Jesus has that for us. And as we get started this week, I want you to see that the inside of this tabernacle, this place to meet with God It goes all the way back to Genesis. It's a picture of us coming back to where we've always meant to be, where we were always meant to be, and that is in the presence of God. And you are in the presence of God, even as you go today. You are. And uh, carry that presence and spend some time in that inner, in in that uh, tabernacle with him in your heart and and realize that today, of all things, is made to glorify him. I pray that you will. I know that you will. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.